All right, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of the house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Wander. So, last week, we talked about nasty kitchens. Mm. And I know we've brought up a lot of nasty shit we've done over the years. <laughs> yes. And it's like, you know, I know a lot of people out there are like, hey, how can you guys eat like this, live like this, behave like this? It's like, yo, I eat ass. All right? <laughs> Right, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. And my tongue's been a lot of places, all right? And all of you out there who are like, oh, my God, you're so nasty. How many fucking dicks you had in your mouth? <laughs> that's that's fair. Just asking. Just, you know, I don't, I don't care. It's just, you know, it's funny. Oh, fucking pee comes out of this. He hasn't washed it all day. That's fine. Yum, yum, yum. But a fully roasted lamb heart. How, how about we bring it back a little bit and just say, how many people have you randomly made out with? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> You think COVID would have taught us? <laughs> no. A lesson. Uh, Dude, we literally have a kissing disease, you know, mono. Yeah, no shit. So clearly we don't learn our lesson. That's where the phrase mono a mono comes from. Who? Mono a mono? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. Oh, no, it's like one on one or hand in hand. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, two men kissing each other. Right. Dick in a hand, a dick in a hand, you know, mono a mono. Ah. No. Anyway, uh, so I was reading an article recently I think you w- would appreciate. Hmm. As everyone knows, this is partially the I Love Buffets podcast. Yes, we do. And uh, Golden Corral yeah. is apparently doing pretty okay. Uh, obviously, Golden Corral is a buffet. Uh-huh. I've never been. Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's like old country, but better. better. Like yeah. higher quality? Sure, a little okay. bit, yeah. I mean, you're still going to get the... The buffet-tasting food. Right, 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 But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. No. Like the casino buffet we always go to. You've never been, have you? No. I always go with other people. <laughs> yeah, that we always go to, thanks. Like thanks. me and my friends always go to. Mm, I thought I was one of those. You are. <laughs> I can't believe you've never gone, but the more I think about it, the more you definitely haven't. No. Oh, my God. They've got, like, fucking homemade sushi and fresh whole lobsters and shit. Mm. Like... Mm. That shit sounds point. Sounds great. It's so good. We're going next time we're going to Kalamazoo. <laughs> Here's the problem. It's like 70 bucks. All right. But worth it. Yeah, we'll It's we'll all you can eat. Nobody, oh, and they've got these cookies that are in fucking bowls. They're in like little shallow like tea cups. I understand. Right? Like not, not a teacup, but like the, the, the saucer that the teacup rests on. I understand. That kind of shallow depth. Yes. There's cookies on there. And I don't know what they do to them. But they're baked, and they're warm, and they're filled with, like, chocolate goodness. Hmm. We call them wads. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> From based on the movie uh, Accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to try an actual wad. Me too. I mean, we can make that. We can totally make that. We can make it-ish. I mean, I can make a chocolate ball. Right, exactly. Is but, that going to necessarily be a wad? Who knows? But apparently, yeah, Golden Corral is, uh, you know, trying out new, different... Ways to like explain, you got like a fucking like steakhouse or some shit. Apparently, mm. they've got like a apparently they're leaning into that kind of shit that we have talked about, you know, like fucking small places, convenient, quick delivery focused, okay, like places like that. Uh, you know, something hip and easy and accessible for young people. I mean, mm. like, yeah, no shit, <laughs> like buffets have not been doing well since the pandemic. I understand that, but Golden Crowl. Is at very least the lesson to be learned is they're trying to work with it, right? You know, yeah. I mean, that's because the the world has changed in a huge way. Several, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've 
in in a sense, because of the because of the pandemic, I've gotten much lazier and like to outsource a lot more. So a lot of people have jumped on that bandwagon. Hey, yo, <laughs> restaurants out there, man, for real. If people are gonna be lazy and order food, there you go. <laughs> come on, man. Like, yeah. don't fight to have them come out. Fight for what they want. If that's what everyone wants, to stay in and order food and have it delivered, again, be the best at that shit. Yeah, accommodate for that. Like, why not, man? Why are you fighting it? If you want to have fucking three cooks on staff, you can do that if all your shit's delivery. If that's all you ever have to do is delivery, fuck yeah, who cares? But anyway, uh, speaking of COVID and COVID-related things, uh, a couple weeks ago, both of us were sick. With COVID. Did you Was have it? COVID? I didn't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know. That's fair. I didn't take a test. Mm. Uh, would I describe the symptoms as being similar to COVID? Sorry, COVID. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think this time I have like the flu. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I could have had real bad allergies and mm. just couple that with exhaustion. Right. Honestly, who knows? Hard to say. Uh, but whether or not it was COVID, it certainly brought me back to that time period. In my brain. Of having COVID. Of having COVID. Yeah, me too. Because every time I've had COVID, I've had to work. <laughs> so I've had COVID at least twice. Yes. The first time was early 2020. Hmm. I mean, like, two months in. Uh, and I got sick like I had never been sick before. Like, I just could not get better. Yeah. And I kept taking time off, and which my the, the boss at the time was very upset about. uh uh-huh. Uh, because she, you know, she was like, well, you know, I understand you're sick, but you still have a commitment to be here. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Right. I can't get better. I can't go to a doctor. Mm. And nobody fucking knew what COVID was. <laughs> like, there were murmurs of it coming around. Yeah. Like, hey, this is a thing that might cause a problem. And I'm in Chicago. Motherfuckers from all over the world are coming here. Yeah. I never, back then, when I first got it, there wasn't a test. You couldn't just go get a test. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I don't know that I had it, but I had it. There's no yeah, way I didn't. Right, yeah. It was, I mean, I couldn't taste shit. I couldn't smell shit. I had the worst cold or whatever I've ever had. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. I could barely walk. I had trouble breathing. All that shit. I'd never been sick like that. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. <laughs> it, it, that sounds like COVID, definitely. Cut to two years later, and I'm sick like that again. And my boss... It's almost like deja vu. It's just like, well, you know, we really need you to be here because, again, it was only you and me at the time in the yeah, kitchen. right. Only right. us in the kitchen. No dishwasher, no prep. Nothing. Us. Us. Yeah. And so if I got sick with COVID at the time because of the, the CDC shit in place, yeah. if I get sick, I can't be there. Right. I have to quarantine yeah. if I come back with a positive test. Hmm. So the owner was basically just like, here's a rapid test. I took it, and it was negative. He's like, all right, you're fine. Right. I was like, I'd really like to go get a test. And he's mm-hmm. like, don't. Don't go get a test. You took one, you passed, it's fine. We can. Basically, yeah, he was like, on. we'll pretend that you don't have anything, uh, and we'll just move forward. Right. So what I would have to do is I'd go into work, I'd get as much shit done as possible, then you'd show up. Yeah. Then I would go down, and we had a broken cooler, like a big walk-in cooler in the basement that was uh-huh. broken. It was all just dank, empty, dirty shitty cobweb infested cooler 
I mean, it was dirty-ish. It was we, pretty we, fucking we, dirty. We cleaned it. Yeah, but I mean, how much I mean, the basement flooded? Flood yeah. <laughs> then it flooded. <clears throat> so I go down there. I threw down a bunch, like a pile of fucking dirty aprons and towels and shit, and I would sleep on that until it got so bad upstairs that you couldn't handle it by yourself. Yeah. And then I would come up, bail you out, and then go back to sleep. Yeah. In that filthy, disgusting cooler. Mm. And the whole time, I mean, like, I was trying to, like, I mean, a bag, uh, uh, a box of fries, what, said, like, 50 pounds? Some shit? Sure. I mean, heavy enough. Yeah, heavy enough. Not heavy enough for normal me to walk around and have a problem with it. Right. But heavy enough that sick me was, like, struggling to get up the stairs. Yeah. Which, when you can't really breathe well. Yeah. And you're already at the point of pure exhaustion. Yeah. So I'm, like, one step at a time getting these fries up the stairs. And my boss at the time came to me and was like, hey, you know, you, you really can not ham it up so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I understand you don't want to be here, but you don't have to act right. like you're really struggling that much. I'm like, bro, I ain't acting, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I ain't pretending. What part of you? Like, okay, let's just let's just live in that world for a second, uh-huh. where I don't want to be here so much that I'm pretending to be sick. The goal being, not that I'm gonna go home. I'm going to sleep downstairs in this cooler right. until I'm forced to come back up here and do something. Yeah. Really? What benefit does that do me? I mean, oh, those were some crazy days, for sure, clearly. I ended up going to the hospital. You know yeah. that, of course. Yeah, you ended up going one of my go. One of my best friends was literally like, I will... Yeah. Call an ambulance right <laughs> now you if you don't me. go. Yeah. And then the owner, the, my, my boss, fucking demanded that he drive me mm. because he didn't believe I would go. Ah. Which I didn't want to go. Right. I wanted to go and take a test. Right. And just see what I actually have. Mm. But he was like, well, if you're going to be so fucking blah, blah, blah about it, I'll, I'll drive you. I'm like, I can take the train. I don't need your ass fucking harping on me the whole way there. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, no, I'll drive you. I want to make sure you go if you're going to bail on work. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I went, fucking had COVID. Right. Real bad. And every server was pissed off at me Hmm. for showing up. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Every one of them was like, why would you work when you thought you had COVID? Like, I didn't want to. Right. Y'all are bitching at me for not doing enough. Yeah. Now I have COVID. Why the fuck are you here? here? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't want to be here. Which, with that being said, the rapid tests are fairly inaccurate at this point, at least for us. So, another job I had. Hmm. There was a COVID scare, and I had to take a test. Everyone did, of course. Right. So I took a test, and I was I was feeling sick, but I know it was because I hadn't had a day off in four months, right. and I've been working 15-hour days every day. Mm. You know, a little bit of sleep would have been helpful, but I digress. There was a COVID scare. I had to take a test. Right. So I take the test, and the line that indicates if you have COVID, normally you don't see it at all. This yeah. time it was faint. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what that means. So I, I texted my boss and I was like, hey, uh, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's a picture of it. I can take another rapid test. But also, this motherfucker made us buy our own tests. That's stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those things are not inexpensive. No. <laughs> They're not. They're like 50 bucks for two of them or some shit? Like, I just... Like, this is your business, asshole. Yeah. Like, I'll just not come in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, I sent him the test and he was like, I feel like you're lying to me. I feel like you're trying to fake a test. Uh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm here. 
Again, I'm in the building. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I wanted to go home, I would tell you to fuck off and, and I would just go home. home. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not asking for that. I'm saying, can I can, can I go get a real test? Yeah. And not be here until I know for sure. Right. Like. So everyone doesn't just keep spreading COVID. Look, I know we talked about nasty shit we're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good ever being like, oh, the most dangerous fucking disease since the plagues or whatever. Right. Potentially killing people. Let's, who cares if it fucking whatever? Who cares if your stances on, on COVID at all? Sure. I'm coughing. I'm sneezing. I'm sick. I'm yeah. all over your fucking food. Right. Right? Any level of sick. You want me doing that? Right. How are owners fucking just cool with that shit, man? Oh. Like, yeah. I, I definitely just recently had a pretty bad cold. Yep. Yeah. And there was almost no way for me to... Did I... Take a day off? I know you did. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because I can't exactly remember, but it's like, you got to fight for that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? I am, I'm sick. And if you need me to do my job well and not get other people sick, let me get time to recuperate. So this episode is going to be a the beginning of a three-part episode, okay. I guess, in a way. Uh, just talking about, like, I want to kind of put a final nail in the coffin of what the, the mental toll that goes into being in the restaurant world. Yeah. And we've talked about why people don't want to work. That's yeah. certainly a big part. When, like, so, uh, recently, uh, a friend of mine, who was an, an, an industry person, uh, she passed away. Hmm. Uh, My condolences. I, I appreciate that. It was, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, she was a restaurant person in her life. So uh, I'm not going to talk about how she died. I'm not going to talk about any of the negative things. Hmm. But I'll put it this way it wasn't surprising. Right. Everyone in the restaurant industry battles their demons, yes. right? You know, and the way that shit's handled, the way owners react to shit, you know, doesn't help it. No. It doesn't really make you feel like you got somewhere to turn. And we'll get into that later, trust me. But, uh, you know, suffice it to say, I found out on Friday and, Saturday, and Sunday I had to go into work. Hmm. wasn't exactly in great shape. It was pretty yeah. sudden. It was pretty tragic. It was pretty unfortunate. But I went in because I've always been taught, hey, if you can make it, you go right. and you get sent home. Right. Uh, but honestly, I was scared for myself hmm. because I've been in a lot of situations we all have. There's always that one guy at work yeah. who's just, he's a nice guy, he works real hard, he means real well, but shit's just always going on in his personal life. Right. And nobody likes dealing with that. It's like, it sucks, because you feel bad. You're like, man, this guy gets shot all the time. Right. But also, he was supposed to be here, this is making my life harder. Right. And the place I'm at right now, it's got plenty of staff. So if one guy goes down... You covered still. Right. It's yeah. not as bad. We need four people to make this happen. Okay, let's do five. Hmm. Now we still got enough to make it happen or something bad happens. Right. And then if you go down to three, okay, well, still. Yeah. At yeah. least we still have three. Exactly. Like, that could be the starting point for a lot of places. Haha. <laughs> yeah, which was. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, the owner, a, a buddy of mine, who I'm helping out anyway, he came in and he was just like, hey, man. All of this is fucking bullshit. Don't worry about it. Hmm. You go home. You do whatever you need to do. If you need to be here because you need to be around people, whatever. Right. He was like, if you need to go sit down in the back for 15 minutes every hour, every half an hour, I don't care. Do whatever you need to do. Hmm. This is You went through a tragic thing. 
and it's traumatizing. It's horrible, and you prioritize yourself. He called me today, actually. Really? And was just like, hey, man, you know, how you doing? You okay? Yeah. I'm like, that's a fucking owner. Yeah, You're exactly. going to go places and be successful. This is why your restaurant works. Right. This is why you got so much fucking staff. Mm-hmm. But all the years, the 15 plus years I've been in the restaurant industry, very comparable situation. How about this? Yeah. A buddy of mine's uh, little sister, who I'd known her entire life, right. killed herself. Right. I'm sorry to bring it up like that. The next couple episodes are going to be heavy. Once we get into season two, it'll be a little bit more fun. <laughs> right. I'm going to try to have fun along the way. But she took her own life. Yeah. And when I found out, I was like, hey, I got to go. This is like a member of my family. I got to go. Mm. They're like, well, when are you going to be back? Like, how long do you need off? Your normal days are these days. Can you just wait and just take your normal days so we don't have to rearrange everyone else's schedule? I mean, and then when I, like, I've been in situations like that. So, a couple years ago, I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. Shit was hard. I went through withdrawal. Right. I couldn't afford to go to, like, a rehab, rehab center. Stuff, that's expensive as hell. Right. I got no health insurance. No one's covering that shit for me. Right. There's a challenge to go through. Mm-hmm. It's a demon in my family, right? Mm-hmm. And, man, like, I can't, can't tell you how many times I got talking to you for that. She's like, hey, man, you know, we've noticed you've been a little bit shaky and, and nervous and, you know, you're losing weight and all that. And he's yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to kick this addiction. Right. I'm literally trying to reset my brain right now. Okay. And they're like, well, your whole body. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, we understand you got, everyone has issues in their own life. You really can't bring that into work. You really like, you know, if you need, like, maybe you need to step away and and take time for yourself. Like, I'd love to, if I could afford that. Right. Exactly. I gotta be here, dickwad. (laughs) And I'm trying my best. I'm trying so hard. It's like, that'll never get Hey, we know you're, you're you're sick and you're not feeling well and you're struggling every single day and you don't have enough money for food and blah blah blah. Right. Here's a write up because we question your commitment to the to the to business. Right. Yeah. No, I'll never understand that. Like, hey, it doesn't really seem like you want to be here. It's like, yeah, because I don't fucking want to be here. Right. I'm sick. I mean, when you when your ass is sick, you, you know, fuck. You're fuck. gone for a month. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then take your vacation. Hey, manager who doesn't like me, right? Like, right. Pretty sure you've been here for three months, and two of those months were you weren't in this fucking building at all. Yeah, you didn't pay a lot of money. In fact, we all took a pay cut so y'all could get more money. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've I've been wondering lately. See all these ple- you know places in the world reporting record fucking profits. Yeah, but salaries, minimum wages, all that shit is never going up. Poverty's, you know. Yeah, the, there's no middle class. No. You're poor or you're fucking rich. That's yes, it. That's basically it. How? Fucking how? How How do people just look at that shit? And just be fine with it? It's like fucking, that's totally cool. Yeah. Try paying your tax, try not paying your taxes one year. They're going to come for your broke ass, no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our president <laughs> can openly just be like, I don't pay taxes, I don't, it's fine. It's fine. And look, I don't give a shit what your political affiliation is. Is that a baller-ass move? Yeah. Is it still a dick sure. thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Two things can be true at the same time. Right, exactly. Even the third, almost opposite. Chef Frosty's a dick, but people seem to like to work with him. I don't know. Two things are true at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy you. I definitely will. Uh, I won't call you a dick. I don't think you're quite a dick. I appreciate that. Um, when I get sick. Yeah. So, my father raised me in a very particular way. Mm. You got to show up and you got to be sent home. Yeah. And you show everyone, hey, I'm trying, mm. but I'm sick. Right. And then you'll get sent home. Fine. Hopefully. That being said, if you're going to be 
If you're going to have people come in, then fucking, as soon as they walk in the door, send them home. Mm. Like, you're clearly ill. Go yeah, home. If he's no. bouncing around and totally cool, fine. You're not fine, sick. Yeah, you're fine. You're not sick enough that, that you can't be here. Yeah, exactly. But if he walks in and he's just like, oh, man. Like, I'm, I'm struggling today, man. Mm. All right, you're sick. Go home. American, go home. Get the fuck out of here so we're not all sick. <laughs> right. Uh, although, I am partially of the mentality. It's like, um, can you stay for like an hour or so as we get stuff situated right. or like two or yeah. handle this situation over here just real quick? Um, My mentality is always, you're here. Yeah. And I know what the situation is now. I'm going to assume you're out for a week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and okay, great. Can you help us get set up for that week? Mm-hmm. You know, can you also... I mean, fuck, like, I'm going to ask other people to cover you. Can you petition them to join in? Sure. Hey, uh, you know, I'm sick. Can you, can you pick up this shift for me, man? I appreciate it, man. I need your help. Yeah. Getting a text from you would also be helpful. Right. Person um, who is sick. <laughs> I, I, am, I, I feel ways about that. Okay. Because in, in some situations, there have been times where I've been sick and I needed the time off or something's coming up like a family thing and I need the time off and it's like, all right, well, you need to cover your shift. It's like, I, I can try. I would definitely try. But at a certain point, I'm not going to be here. And I'm sorry. If you didn't try as well, that's kind of on you. Right. Again, my poor, your, your poor planning does not constitute an emergency for me. Yeah. I'll never ask someone to cover their shift. Hmm. I will cover your shift somehow. Hmm. At very least, I will do it. Hmm. Uh, but it helps. If but if, if you... But sometimes you're tight with a person that I'm not tight with. And it will sound different coming from you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so not necessarily, hey, cover your shift. But can you assist in helping cover your shift? Hmm. Uh, and fuck, if you do enough shit and we're ready to go and it's a slow week, who the fuck right. cares? Yeah. You know? But that being said, most people are going to try to work because they fucking need money. Right, exactly. And that was the other thing I wanted to say, too, is like if like I'm the boss in this situation, I'm like... How do you feel about working? Like, do you want to work for a few hours? Like, isolated or whatever? Depending yeah. on how sick you feel? Like, I'll, I'll throw your ass in the tank for a while. Right, exactly. And, like, at the end of the night, you go home early or some shit. Whatever. Right, exactly. Like, go until you can't. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not saying break yourself. I'm just saying, like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it now. I gotta right, go. Right, right. Uh, you know, every cook I know that... <laughs> every cook I know yeah. is going to push. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Again, I had to go to the hospital. Right. Because I was just like, I'm fucking dying. Right. And I my, that. my friend who was at the bar was just like, I <laughs> will not watch you kill yourself right yeah. now. This ain't worth it. <clears throat> and I had that, what was it, like Saturday or something? I don't know if it was quite a Saturday. It was a that Saturday. That you sent me home? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that um, sucked because there were only two of us in the kitchen. Yeah, tonight. exactly. And I... It was a Saturday, I remember, because I had to do lunch. Mm-hmm. We just started opening for lunches. Right. Fucking, god damn, two cooks trying to pull fucking 12-hour <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> god damn it. Opening hours? Like, oh. That shit was stupid. But again, like... Uh, I get so frustrated. Because I look at, like, I never want a desk job. That's my fucking nightmare. Just trap me in some cubicle. Like, I'm a gamer and all, but I don't think I want that either. I just can't. I can't do it. I'd rather be the janitor in that building than an office worker in that building any day. 
Mm. At least I can move around, listen right. to music, be left alone. There's all those like standing desks and stuff. I don't want to be standing in one place either. <laughs> that that's actually worse. Yeah. I, I pace at work all the time if there's mm. nothing going on. Mm. If I can't do anything, I'm pacing because I can't just I'm like a shark. Mm. I can't be still or <laughs> I'll, die. I'll die. Yeah. So I see these people in the office buildings and shit, and it's like, oh man, I gotta work while I'm sick. Guess I'll take some fucking paid sick time right. and fucking maybe go to a doctor that my company pays for. Like, god damn, man. I, I'm 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 in the fucking grocery store deciding do I want food or do I want some NyQuil? Yeah. Do I want yeah. Do I want to eat or get medicine? Answer is you go with NyQuil because you can sleep through the hunger if you take enough NyQuil. Mmm. Mm-mm, not for me. You see how I take NyQuil, I though. understand how you take NyQuil. One bottle of NyQuil, that's two servings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely the food person. I fill my mm-hmm. mouth up, I swallow it, then I take a little sip more <laughs> like a chaser. <laughs> I don't recommend this at no, all. No, not at all. And what I'm about to say, I really don't recommend. But uh-huh. back in the day when I drank, right. NyQuil and vodka every time, bro. <laughs> You will sleep like a fucking baby. I believe that. I mean, you'll wake I mean, up yes. every hour shitting yourself and crying, but... <laughs> like a baby. Like a baby. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, I, uh... There's nothing worse than having to do anything when you're exhausted. Yes. Especially when that anything is physical, mm-hmm. hot, intense oh. labor. Yeah. Like, go pave your driveway the next time you have a fucking cold. Right? Like... <laughs> even, even that's a bad comparison because that's only like a four hour project mm. or less it's not that long to pave a fucking driveway have you ever paved a driveway oh my god many times really my dad and I used to do it like every fucking summer we'd repave our driveway oh nice yeah hmm. it's not I mean if you knock out an afternoon right. two people you kidding me shit but you didn't like mm, mm, have questions okay that uh, we'll talk about later sure <laughs> Too many questions and too many details. I paved the driveway. I uh, roofed my cabin in the middle of fucking summer. Yeah. That shit's hot. I bet you that sucks. Uh, yeah. I mean, fuck it. Or, fuck it. Let's make it simpler for you. If you're a normal-ass person who, for some reason, is listening to this podcast, hey, thanks. Appreciate that. Right? This is fun. But also, next time you're the sickest you've ever been, right? Like, as sick as possible, go run 10 miles. Then the next day, like, try to cook your family a, a fucking full Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, and little, serve little them, yeah. and clean up all the shit by yourself. Right. And still, like, all your household shit's got to get dealt with. Right. Oh, and also, we're going to take half your money away. <laughs> yeah, that is how it feels. That is definitely how it feels. Like, oh, it's so fun to work with that. And again, if you are one of those normal people out there listening to this, do you want... Sick cooks. It happens all the time. All the time. Every place. Far too often. Any. I guarantee you. At some point, I guarantee you. If you've ever eaten anywhere, fucking fast food, fancy, high end restaurant, doesn't matter. Anywhere. You have had food prepared by a sick person. Yes. A very <laughs> sick person. And there wasn't no fucking masks before Making, the yeah. before the pandemic. That's very true. Like no cooks were in masks. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're probably not sneezing on your food. They're probably not coughing on your food. Right. But they're certainly breathing on it. Certainly breathing on it. Like, and sometimes when it gets, like, that really hot fucking rainforest feel back in the kitchen, yeah. it's hard to breathe anyway. Yeah, it is. Like, in the middle of summer, you it get, like, a summer so cold. Oh, muggy. Ugh. Mm. 
It's a nightmare. Speaking of coughing and sneezing, so you know how I, I sneeze quite abruptly. Ah! <laughs> Something along those lines, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I sneeze, I aim myself at the floor. Yep. And I believe it's um, technically recommended to sneeze into your armpit? Your your elbow. The elbow. The elbow yeah, crook. Yeah, the but, vampire yeah. sneeze. Yeah. Because <laughs> you look like a vampire while you do it. <laughs> I I guess so. Yeah, the little... It's cape, always, any corporate place I work, I always like, remember the vampire sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called the vampire sneeze. I've heard it called that a lot. And <laughs> fucking... So I sneeze hmm. like I'm turning into a Super Saiyan. Hmm. I'm just like... Ah! <laughs> Stop it! (laughs) And everyone looks at me like, what the fuck? It's just a sneeze, man. I think I've actually been, um, I I guess I want to say reprimanded for not sneezing into my elbow. And like, if I'm not sneezing into the food or around the food, like I'm, I have, my hands are full. I don't want to sneeze anywhere around right, yeah. what I'm going to use yep. to make food with. So I'm going to sneeze on the ground. I hope right. that's fine. <laughs> we have werewolf sneezes. We're mm. just violently barking at the ground. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Instead of the moon. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I, uh, there's no, I, I try to get away from the line if I'm going to sneeze or cough or whatever, yeah, exactly. but like, you can't do that shit all the time. No, you can't. Uh, yeah, it's, mm. especially when we work in open kitchens. Yeah. Like, why do you want to have people looking at my ass? I'm clearly right. not doing well. Right. Like, I don't really, you're not paying me enough. You're paying me enough to be your chef. Yeah. You're not paying me enough to be an actor. Right. Like. I'll win an Academy Award for looking not sick, but you're going to pay me a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'll to do make my that best. shit happen. Right. Yeah, you're not paying me enough to ham it up. Here's why. Because I can go get medicine and shit at that point mm-hmm. to make myself feel better. Right. And actually get better. Right. <laughs> More quickly. Yeah, I can fake it for you, but you're mm-hmm. going to have to pay me enough. <laughs> I, want, I want Brad Pitt's fucking salary if I'm going to deliver a Brad Pitt performance. You know what I'm saying? No. So, yeah. Yo, please, we're going to, I'll post on Instagram as soon as this goes up, a little picture of me looking sick. Hmm. I'll just ask down in the comments, y'all want a cook who's sick working for you? Right. You're cooking your food? Maybe if enough people say it, we can get the point across. Maybe. 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 I hope, again, this podcast is designed to be honest. An honest perspective from right. the cooks about the restaurant world, about work conditions, about mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I understand, as somebody who one day would like to own a restaurant, this is the worst publicity for myself. Sure. Because I'm just well, like, here's all the, sh- the horrible shit that could happen in a restaurant kitchen. Right. Now come eat at mine where I've already admitted to doing a lot of this shit. <laughs> I got it. But here's the thing. I'm telling you the shit that's happening in... Every other place, it's fucking lying to your face. Right, exactly. And when I inevitably have my own restaurant that I can control, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I'm not doing gross, nasty shit. My kitchen's going to be fucking clean. I'm going to have good staff. I'm going to pay them well. All right? So, I get... forward to that, boss. I mean, I appreciate that. (laughs) I'm just saying, I've always been the type of person where it's like, I want to know. I don't like dealing with used car salesmen. 
don't mm. like dealing with fucking bankers. I don't like fucking dealing with fucking realtors. None of that shit, because they're just fucking sucking your asshole, right? So far, I've had pretty good relations with community bankers. Yeah, I mean, they're for the most part pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like the big... No, I understand. The Pepsi saying. or the Coke of banks. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. You know, it's, it's just always that fucking, well, hi, the Stepford fucking veneer on people. Ugh. As far as this being bad promotion for you, I don't think that's necessarily true. Just because you are given an outlook of the things that you dislike it, that is happening in our, you know, uh, occupational world. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, hopefully, uh, the other the other goal of this podcast is to be funny for the cooks. Yeah. Right? All the cooks out there working some, I mean, you know, not everyone, not every cook in the world is a fucking Michelin star restaurateur. Absolutely not. I know a lot of people are like us. I know that. Absolutely. I mean, you just walk into too many kitchens to see too many familiar things. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact that not only have we had these experiences working while sick, yes. while working together, yeah. we've had them separately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Multiple times. Uh-huh. Multiple places. It's the same fucking script, man. Over and over again. You, you know what the reaction is going to be. That's why I like where I'm at right now. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's going to, again, I, I'm sure I've said it before. You want to inspire loyalty in your team? Fucking have their back. You take care of me, I'll take care of you. I don't think I actually have a positive example like that. No, it's rare. Yeah, that is... It. I, yeah, I really can't think of one. If you work in a restaurant, if you work in retail, if you work anything like low-wage, service, yeah. customer-oriented shit, mm-hmm. this can't be unfamiliar to you. Right. Like, and I... If you got a positive example, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's such a rare thing, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense. Yeah, I was just thinking that too, especially if you're in like the service industry and you're dealing directly with people. Yep. What? Yeah. (laughs) Like one, if I'm sick, let me go home. So I'm, no one wants to be dealing with a sick person while they're at work. Like if I'm a customer, it's like, are you all right? Should I be near you? Right. Don't get me sick. <clears throat> if I get sick, depending on who it is, if I get sick, like, within the next 24 hours, I'm blaming you, and I'm coming in here, and who knows what. Like, you could probably get sued for it. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, the health department's always on our ass mm-hmm. about fucking, you know, this, that, the other, this isn't temporary, this isn't about that, where right. you, you can get people sick. It's like, you know what else could get people sick? Sick people. Be, Being sick around them. <laughs> Which, like, I mean... I can I can kind of get the cooks, but when the servers are sick, yeah, ugh. Oh. it's like, bro, you're just breathing directly into this kid's face. God right, damn, exactly into the face, and the whole time you're carrying the food over to the table. I've told owners before. I'm like, look, I'll work here while sick. One, I ain't gonna fake it. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm not gonna hide it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell everybody I'm sick. I don't want to be here. Yes, because that's the truth. My it doesn't have to do with my image mm-hmm. or the way I'm perceived. Mm-hmm. It's just here's the fucking truth. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pretend while you're forcing me to be here. Yeah. Especially when you're on salary. Uh, they want your ass there. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, really? <laughs> if, you, if your kid got hit by a bus and you have to be at work, are you going into work? Owner? That's what always kills me. Do the rules apply to you or do they apply to me only? Or the fucking staff only? Yeah, it applies to staff only, clearly. 
not not the owner, not the supervisor. Nope, just all us lowly crew workers. Yeah, I mean, the higher up the ladder you go, the less rules apply to you, which is why whenever I'm in a position of authority, I have my morals, I have my integrity, I have my pride. Those things I have to maintain. So I'm not going to take advantage of the fact that the rules don't have to apply to me. Yes. That's why I'll never be a fucking billionaire. Mm. I can't stand on someone's grave and fucking profit from it. That's right. I can't make... I'm going to be the last man fucking standing in that kitchen. If my whole team is sick, yeah. I will fucking be there yeah. until I can't be there anymore. If I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of how it should be, right? First one in, last one out type thing? Yes. <laughs> yes, it should. Uh, at very least, that should be the way people feel you behave. Yeah. I'm not saying deceive them. I'm just mm-hmm. saying... You know, every once in a while you don't come in first. Yeah. Or, or if you inevitably get to a schedule that you're relatively happy with, mm-hmm. the, the crew accepts it. Like, man, he busted his ass to get that schedule. Right, exactly. And he makes our lives so easy. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Like, he yeah. can have whatever he wants. Right, exactly. Um, and I, I, I've I switched over from Naruto to Bleach mm-hmm. recently. And I... <clears throat> one of the main characters, I guess, like, he's a, a captain in his unit, and he's part of a royal family, and one of his big <clears throat> credos is, how how am I supposed to enforce these laws if my, and then, you know, not, not have them enforced upon me? So, essentially, his sister is up for execution, and he's like, well, these are the laws I have to follow as a family. I'm not going to break them now if right. I want everyone else below me to follow them. Right. <clears throat> One time uh, I was <coughs> bless you, uh, working while sick. Yeah. And uh, so at the place I was at, we had just gotten a new sous chef. Mm-hmm. My other sous chef, the prep manager, had a cold. The new sous chef we just hired not even a week ago got COVID. Damn. The fucking stupid ass fucking manager had just made me let six fucking people go. Right. He wanted me to do all this. So I had to basically fill in for the prep manager, fill in for the people we just fired, still work the line by myself for a few hours. Right. Then when anybody shows up, still make sure all the prep's getting done. The fucking kitchen's a nightmare. Nothing's fucking date labeled. It's impossible to get anybody on the same fucking page. Mm-hmm. That's the day I got fired. Was that the day you got fired? It was the day I got fired. I was, everything went bad. I was get fired after a bunch of sh- like after I do a bunch of shit. I didn't get fired because everything went bad. Oh, okay. I was get fired because I was in a bad mood mm. because I was sick. Mm. I'm the last man there. I'm the last right. man standing. Yeah. How come I? How come this new sous chef gets to call up a fucking week after getting hired? I get he's got COVID and right. I don't want him here. Right. Exactly. I just also don't want to be here. Yeah. But the reason I bring that up is because the guy who fired me, the director of operations of the company. Mm. It was like, hey, you know, I was like, hey, thanks for firing me after a fucking 12-hour shift, by the way. <laughs> right. I said that. Yeah. And he was like, uh, excuse me, I'm more than happy to jump back there and throw on the apron. I'm like, I don't fucking see you doing it. Right. We need help, motherfucker. Yeah. Where the fuck you at? He was like, well, I'm here right now. Normally, 5 o'clock, I have to be at home with my family, but I came in to do this. I'm like, oh, well, you got your fucking priorities straight. <laughs> you going to bail out the cooks for the rest of the night, dickweed? Like, nobody's here. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> next week, we'll... uh We'll discuss my history of being fired. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll put it this way to sum it up very simply. Mm-hmm. I've been in the wrong a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. Fair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm going to be direct about that shit. 
I'm going to tell you I'm going to do it before I do it. Mm. People used to always surprise when I do it. It's like, I disagree with this. Like, I, I don't want to serve this rotten, fucking, frozen, disgusting meat to people. I'm going to throw it the fuck away. Yeah. They're like, no, you're not. I'm like, I'm going to. Yes. That's what's going to fucking happen because I am not in the mood to fucking serve bullshit to people. Yeah, and that's, that's something. And then I throw it away and then fucking, <laughs> why do you, why do you that? waste all that? I explained yeah. it. I apparently weren't listening. And those are some terrible instances where the owner or whoever and the head chef don't meet up. Like, the owner is only looking at the numbers. Sure. While the chef, if they're a good one, is worried about the risks of a lot of this stuff. You got, you got to have you got to have both those roles. Yeah. But they got to fucking... Mesh well. Mesh yeah. a little bit, yeah. at least. Fucking hell. Uh, really, the bottom line, you got to treat fucking people like people. Yes. You know, I mean... Absolutely. I know y'all want your robots <laughs> and your fucking cyborgs and your fucking... Nobody ever complain about shit. Mm-hmm. I get it, you know, whatever. That's cool, man. Good for you. Uh, but but if you got people on your staff, you you got to treat them like people. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't give a fuck how insignificant you think their problems are. Everyone feels shit different. Yep. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what trauma they fucking experienced mm-hmm. and shit. You don't know what led up to that moment right. in life, which is always my argument for when I get in trouble for, like, having a... Uh, Outburst? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, man, yeah, was I wrong to have an outburst? Yeah, you're fucking right. Sure. But you put me in this yeah. situation. <laughs> you you denied me things. And if there's certain things I draw the line on. Yeah. Bare minimum bullshit, fucking my health, mm. mental or physical. Now I'm at a place in my life, I've grown as a person. Mm. That is my number one priority. Yes. Is my ability to be alive. Yeah. I require sleep. Food, relative exercise, and, like, just general ability to take care of myself. Now, this might sound like an obvious thing for most people, but for us, people like us growing up and in, in the work world, that was third on the list, maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. Typically? <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. Is, is he not on the list? <laughs> I mean, you're not, not really, actually. I mean, how many, like, that's... Starting out, That's really. That's the mentality in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Like, I hate, okay, y'all are gonna get pissed off about me saying this, mm-hmm. but, like, for real, real talk, in the kitchen, all the cooks be sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have fucking tuberculosis. You're, like, fucking literally coughing up blood in the corner, mm-hmm. and all the other cooks across the board are gonna be like, look at this fag, he's coughing up blood. Oh, what a <laughs> faggot. Ah, oh, you fucking pussy, man. Come on, rally. You can say, oh, oh, you look at the blood. Oh. <laughs> right. I mean, that, but for real. That's, Put a mask on, you'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really the only thing is they don't cough on the food. Right, exactly. I want blood on my food. Yeah, yeah, make sure you clean that up. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're not just going to leave like that, are you? Oh, he's passed out. What a loser. <laughs> Can't even work a fucking 13-hour day. What a pussy. Like, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. Right. I mean, it still is that way a lot of times. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, and that's... I mean, Back of house is at least honest about it. Mm. That front of house manager, all you servers love so much, mm. he's the fucking most cutthroat, sharky motherfucker out there. Definitely sharky. Like, <laughs> definitely sharky. I would agree on that. Yeah. And this is not, I'm not talking about one specific person. No. I'm talking about owners, managers, fucking everything across the board. Supervisors. Whoever, man. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking people beneath you. Yeah. The one that. <laughs> My mentality whenever I go into a new restaurant is like, uh, who, who do the servers get along with in the kitchen? Hmm. 
Like, and then I start seeing why they get along. Right. Is he the cool motherfucker who's like selling him some weed out the back and he just cherry right. as fuck? Because right. I'm going to get along with him. Yeah. Or is he that fucking snake who's always mm-hmm. fucking stealing shit, who's always mm-hmm. trying to get out of shit, never has to, you know, he's always fucking leaves first, right. never seen him mop, you never seen him sweep. He always happens to disappear at those right moments. Right. Like, what's he giving the servers? Mm-hmm. What's he stealing from your kitchen to fucking make them happy? Which, I, I don't think, I don't know if that happens. I haven't seen that as much like I did in my youth. Sure. A lot of theft. You know, just this small stuff. I mean, whatever. you know, I it, if you're going to lock me in your building mm-hmm. for 12 hours, mm-hmm. uh, I'm eating there. Yeah, as much as I want. Yes. I mean, I'm not gonna. Eat, I'm not a glutton, right. but like, if, you know, if I get one staff meal, yeah, right, okay, that's gonna be coursed out over. Yeah, the day. The day. <laughs> the day. I'm gonna have a fucking chicken breast. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have two chicken breasts. Yeah. I'm gonna have a salad. I'm gonna have. I'm here all. Day. I don't have the option. Right. I can't even go grocery shopping if I fucking want to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm eating here. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're only paying me like, you know, the the bare minimum salary that you think would make me happy. Mm-hmm. If I'm making like fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating here. Yeah, I'm absolutely eating there. I, I'm not bringing lunch. Right. No, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not packing a sandwich from yeah. home. And I'm definitely not going to be able to get the break to sit down and enjoy the meal, so I will eat as I feel, you know, when necessary. Yep. I'm still going to get my job done, but I right. need to be able to eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basic human requirements mm-hmm. to be alive mm-hmm. are what I need to function well. I think that's a pretty fair ask. I mean, you might be asking for a little too much. A little too much, I get it. I mean, like, you know, I get This podcast partially started because I wanted to answer a question. Mm-hmm. And the question is, why does nobody want to work? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but people do. Unemployment's an all-time low. I've never seen a fucking pot shop uh, <laughs> short-staffed. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know... Jobs that are notorious for taking care of their people, mm. I don't really see them struggling too much. Right. I mean, fuck, man, you know, cooks bring other cooks places. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If if a, if a restaurant had staff, mm. then the pandemic happened, then the staff came back, the restaurant's doing something right. Right. If you're a cook, the only thing you want to watch out for is what staff came back. Mm. Was it all front of house? How much, back, how much back of house came yeah. back? How much back of the house came back? <laughs> if it's one or two people and they're like some young dudes, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, there, there are some of those places. And again, this is probably like a, a place with some good higher ups. But like you got the old lifer there. Like he came back. Right. That's a good thing. Right. They've been treating him well the whole time. And honestly, that motherfucker, I'm going to talk to Real quick. Yeah. Like, hey, why'd you come back? I ain't got no other options. <laughs> right. Is this a good place to work? It used to be. Right. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a very good point. Like, ah, uh, maybe I should question this right. a little bit. How happy do they look? Mm-hmm. When they smile, does it reach their eyes? Is it just the same old played out one that he's practiced on every day? Right. Mm-hmm. This cook's been here for 15 years. Does it look like his smile died 15 years ago? <laughs> Let's give it 14. Sure. (laughs) He had one good year. One year of just happiness. Yeah. Looking forward to the future. Yeah. (laughs) Then each 
consecutive year just beat it out of me. But yeah, when I was sick a couple weeks ago, man, like, the cook I was working with, he was like, hey, man, you know, go home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get sick. Right. He was like, I'll work harder now because I'm, I'm going to work harder either way. Yeah. Either I get sick and I have to be here, mm-hmm. or you go home, I don't get sick, I have to be here, mm-hmm. so I'd rather not work sick, Yeah. basically. Uh, and it takes a lot to get me out of a building. <laughs> Quiet. Which again, Quiet. how? why would I think it? Mm-hmm. Am I really going to go, like, I, I'm not going to get off work at 9 o'clock and just all of a sudden have a lot of fun plans on a fucking Friday where I have to be back to work the next day. Right. Like... So you really think I'm coming in, faking it, fighting you with every chance to leave this building. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally have to... I have to have every member of the kitchen staff mm-hmm. beg me to leave. Right. Then I'll leave. Yeah, I had to force you to get out a couple of times. Like, just to leave there at, at, like, like, at like 7.30, 8.30 at night mm-hmm. on a fucking Wednesday or some shit? Like, what, what, what benefit do I get out of that? Other than I get to go home and sleep. Right. And if I need that, I need yeah, that. Yeah, then you need it. <laughs> If, I'm so there, if, if there's 365 days in the year and 300 of them, I'm there trying real hard. Yeah. Give me the 65. <laughs> Even if I am faking it, who cares? Yeah. More than more often than not, I'm pulling through for you. Right. Doing doing a lot of extra shit in the first place. And straight up, man, like I ain't a, like if a cook came up and was like, "Yo, man, I'm out of it. I'm just real out of it today. And I don't know what's up." Like. Fucking what? Other companies get mental health days? Right. What's yeah. mine? That's that's true. Right? If there's one... Okay, I'm sure there's a lot of other places, but if yeah. there's one place that we need a mental health day, it's us. Don't don't, don't act surprised mm. if I'm a crazy fucking deranged maniac in yeah. the kitchen if you're never letting me get what I fucking need. Right. Like, you get what... You don't get it both ways. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to make this enjoyable for myself. Yeah, exactly. But pushing me to the limits of my own sanity is, is not uh, productive. Nope. For anybody. Nope. For none of us. Nope. Nope. And that, especially at that point, that's where it's like, all right, I need you out of my way. Yep. <laughs> kind of like how you've done me, and I've done you as well. And it's like, nope. At this point, you're just in my way. Yep. And I need you to get better faster. Yep. And a lot of chefs do have the mentality of, if you're sick, I don't want you to get me sick. Right. One, because I need money to work. Yep. Two, because I don't want to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're a business owner out there and you're curious why you can't find staff. Hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? <laughs> like, we're giving you the answers right here. Yeah. I always give... I always say these things to people. Mm-hmm. Like everyone in the kitchen seems really upset. Why? What are you doing wrong? It's like, uh, they're upset because we don't have enough staff. Yeah. We just got enough staff. You fired six fucking people. <laughs> now we're back to having no staff. Everyone's burnt out and tired, asshole. And you never seem to fucking things. be here. All you ever do is walk around like fucking measuring in the fucking dining room and mm-hmm. like, oh, we should probably put this here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't see you strapping on that apron, chef. Where the fuck you at? Oh, you that, gonna... that is one of the craziest stories I think you've told me. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> is that, they just made me let like six people go. Now we're understaffed. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, look, I'm pretty fucking, you know, I don't know how I come off on this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have described me as being ruthless. 
sometimes. Ruling with an iron fist. Sometimes. Uh, lacking general tact. <laughs> uh, Again, I will still keep saying sometimes. None of this is like all the time. Sure. I think the iron fist one is a little less than you're probably portrayed as. Probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like total control over my kitchen. That is true. Because I'm going to be responsible for it. Right. So I want to know where everything is, how much of it we have. I mean, also, I can do fucking inventory from home. Right. Yeah. If, if that's the case. <laughs> that's true. That's fairly impressive. If I'm there five days a week, mm-hmm. and I'm checking every station every day, mm-hmm. all the time, because we don't have enough product to just firmly know we're going to be good for this week. <laughs> we just ran out of so much stuff. Oh, I bet. Time. Yeah. So, yeah, if I'm always checking that shit, I'm going to know intimately what we have in great detail, except for maybe one or two things, and I can guess on that. Because you know about how much you sell in a week. Right. Uh, I, I need to just get this out of my system. Yes. Order the stuff I tell you to order. <laughs> <laughs> yep. God. Man. Man. And then don't get mad at me at the end of the night when it's like... I don't know, let's say 8 o'clock and we're running out of stuff. It's like, well, it was on the board. It was on the list of work. Yep. I I don't get to order the stuff. I tell you what we need. You get as much as you think you want to get. Yep. All right, cool. I don't give a shit. And I've had... As long as I'm getting my paychecks, whatever, man. You do what you want with your business. That's fine. <laughs> and since since you've been gone... Yep. Oh, it's it's funny to me now. I'm sure it's also hilarious to you. We had the other head chef come in, and I was like, all right, this is how things go, and you may or may not get it. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, you'll see. Yep, yep. yep. And then later on, he was like, I, I put this on the list. Like, how come you didn't order? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've been fighting that battle for a while, bro. I don't right. know. And now I've got, got my new guy in here, and he's like, yeah, we'll see if he gets it or not. Yep, yep, yep. see how long it takes to get this thing. Like, yep, all right. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh... Give me the tools, bro. Just give me the tools. Yeah, we ran out of aprons <laughs> last Sunday. Wait, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. No, yeah, I guess you don't care at this point. I don't care. No. I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't put any thought into it. Yeah, no. I look at the where the aprons are supposed to be. They're not there. <laughs> I ask, do we have any clean aprons? Mm-hmm. No, they're coming. Okay, great. I go to the fucking bag. Yeah. I yeah, find the cleanest one. one. Yeah. I turn it around. <laughs> There we there go. go. <laughs> so be it. Oh. Listen, man. man. Anything the cooks do that is nasty. Because mm-hmm. we're not probably supplied most of the time. Right. Yeah. You give me a clean apron, I'm going to pick a clean apron every time. Yeah. You don't want to keep wearing it. I, I won't completely say that. Because. I mean, if, it, on... if my apron's still clean, yeah. I'm still going with it. Right. Exactly. If it ain't, uh, right. nope. Mm-hmm. You start getting that nice hard feeling. Yep. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the apron hanging and it's just fucking stiff. stiff. Oh, yeah. It doesn't float and flap yep, anymore. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, it almost feels like it's made out of leather at that point. Yeah, I hate I hate that feeling. You know what the best is? When those are the aprons you're left with and your staff is sick. <laughs> this yeah, apron I mean, is becoming a festering nasty. That's that's very true. It's so My favorite's when you take it out back... Mm. You fucking scrub it down with degreaser and hot water and shit, and it's still hard. It's Ooh. like, ugh. Ooh. I have never run into that. I uh, never yeah. want to. One time I was at a place, and uh, the owner didn't want to get new linens and mm-hmm. such, and the bags were filled with, with fucking... Maggots. Yeah. Row. Yeah. Row. Yep. Row. That's nasty. Row. <laughs> 
Oh. If you're allowing that to be in your fucking business, I understand why you don't mind making me work while I'm sick. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, what What is crazy, though, is that we even have these examples. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> What's crazier is the fact that other people will relate to these examples. Right. That's the whole point. Uh, it's fucking nuts. But yeah, I mean... I think we're actually doing a good public service here. I I like to think so. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, here's the thing. People need to know. Yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. ain't nobody else going to talk about it. And it might seem like we're just ranting or just upset at the world. Why don't we just get a different job or blah, 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 this, that, and the other. It doesn't change this work condition that we're talking about. It... And maybe this is what we like to do. Yeah. And we're trying to find the best version of that. Trying to help this from the bottom up. I'm not one to just accept uh, because I said so as the answer for something. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it gets me in trouble all the time. Again, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the this is the health trilogy. Yeah, sure. The kitchen health trilogy of episodes, I guess. We're ending season one that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I saying? It just went away from me. Um, because I said so was not an answer. Yeah, because I said so was not an answer. I'm going to fight for what I believe is right. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. You mean should. I mean, yeah, I've got my fucking, I've got my standards for what I think bare minimum we should function like people <laughs> means. Yeah. And I'm very black and white. This is fucking right. This is wrong. Some things are that way. Yes. Not everything is fucking gray. No. Like. Not all the time. If, 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 if This is your business. You run it how you want. Right. That's fine. You, you have every right to do that. Mm-hmm. That's black and white. These are my rules. You follow them or you don't. Yes. Great. Fine. If I got an issue with how you treat people, I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. That's, that's within my rights. I got an issue with the food that you're trying to get me to sell? Well, it's still, you know, it's treating customers. Mm-hmm. Listen, we'll bitch about the customers, but again, that's like 10% of the population that right. we don't like. Right. Most customers, I want them to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I want to give them good food. I right. want to make their day better. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that by serving nasty, moldy, disgusting, rat shit, fucking piss covered shit. Right. Like, that's not okay. No, not at all. And, you know, people all the time are like, well, you know, sometimes you just have to bite your tongue. Sometimes you just have to look the other way. I'm like, no. No, I don't. No, you don't have to. You I'll give up to. success to be honest mm-hmm. and be like, this is fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. All the shit we're talking about is nasty shit. Mm-hmm. It's bad, awful, deplorable shit. Now, again, two things can be true at the same time. Yes. Is that fun and enjoyable and crazy and interesting and weird and wild? And sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's where we all our stories from. <laughs> can it get better? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it can still be fun and wacky and crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we will, and hopefully we'll have more positive stories to tell. And that's the example of the gray area. Mm-hmm. Black and white things exist within a gray area, mm-hmm. but those things are still black and white. The kitchen can be a fun, crazy, wild place, but still have standards. <laughs> yes, of yeah, cleanliness we can still have and health. Standards, yeah, I think that's a more than fair thing to ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's what this episode was meant to be about—just fucking good health practices. Right. I guess uh, we didn't really talk about good health practices, but I mean, not making people work while sick. Yes. Well, yeah. we'll spend a whole episode on that because it's very much <laughs> worth it. I mean, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
Like, do you want me passing out next to the fucking fryer because I'm dehydrated and fucking like? That's true. We do handle like knives and fire. Yeah, and just all types of stuff. If I'm bad, chem- like extreme chemicals. Oh yeah, like you know, I, I don't know. I don't know who out there has had COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it affected you. Right. One one of the owners I worked for, he got it after I had it, mm-hmm. and I got sent to the fucking hospital. Mm-hmm. He had it like I don't know. Coincidentally enough. Like, two weeks later. Yeah. Oh, how funny. <laughs> he got no symptoms. Uh-huh. So, of course, he was like, I don't know what you were bitching about. This is nothing. Right. Exactly. I'm like, it affects you, different asshole. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like... I don't think we had our boosters at that point. I didn't get the third booster because I got COVID right at the time of the third booster. Mm-hmm. I would get it again. I just... There's not really a fucking website where you can go and just click a button. Like... Right. And it opens a screen. How many fucking shots have you had? <laughs> <laughs> Schedule your third. Yeah, exactly. Boom, easy. Oh, and plus, I don't know if it costs money now. It probably does. Which is stupid if it yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I, that one COVID test cost me fucking 500 bucks. Right. Oh, because I went at the wrong time. Yeah, mine was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> mine is a lot. <laughs> and I just went and got the, the damn test, bro. God. Ugh. Ugh. Yo, uh, just in case some bad shit happens again... Uh, if we're required to take a test to work in your business, you pay for that test. Yes. You pay for the fucking uniforms. Yeah. You pay for all this. I'll buy my own chef pants. Fine. Whatever. Sure. But fucking, if if you're going to make me wear your fucking t-shirt, you Mm. you give me that Mm t-shirt. If you're going to make me wear a hat, you give me that hat. If you're going to make me take a test, you're paying for that test. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like, I don't know, part, part of it to me and this might just be insane, but it's like asking me to buy the food you want me to prepare. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's just, I guess that's the way my mind works. I'm surprised some owner hasn't tried to do that. <laughs> like, piecemeal a restaurant together? Like, you're a chef, you have a restaurant concept? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I will give you the space to execute, mm-hmm. and you'll just buy all your own shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll take all the profits from this, and you'll get paid this amount? Actually, that sounds like a terribly evil genius idea. I know, yeah. <laughs> My, my ideal restaurant is different from that in ways. Yes, in ways. <laughs> uh, significant ways because I've thought about this. Because oh. I'm always afraid one of these days. I mean, fuck. Basically, we've worked at places where we've had to do that anyway. Mm, yeah. When you have to run to the store and buy the shit. Store and buy some stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Absolutely. Bro, fucking. I have an appreciation for why owners don't want to buy cleaning chemicals because they're expensive. Yeah, but, bro, just that. fucking buy them. Just anyway. buy them. Just have it on hand. There's no reason to run out. No. There's no reason to run out of gloves. There's no reason to run out of chemicals. There's no reason to run out of a lot of these things. And listen, mm-hmm. there, there are reasons to run out of food. Yes. Lettuce goes bad. Yes. Chicken goes bad. Right. This shit goes bad. Got it. Fine. I like I like a fresh menu, so the fresher, the better. Great. Mm-hmm. Fine. If you can do a veg of the day or some shit, and you bought it at a fucking farmer's market, yeah, okay. But be okay running out of that shit. Exactly. Know how many portions you've got. That's what blows my mind is, like, so we, uh, I was at a place and we had asparagus as, like, a part of the thing. You got three spears of asparagus on the thing, right? right? Um, like a steak or something? Yeah. Mm. It was a menu I put together. Yeah. And uh, the owner was always just, like, I wanted to basically take all of the asparagus and fucking pre-portion that shit. Okay. Uh he didn't want me to do that. Gotcha. Fine, whatever. I don't care. I don't care that much. It's not that much of a time saver for me. Right. Uh, but he would always, whenever he would make the dish for people to be like, oh, here's what, blah, 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 yeah. he would always throw a bunch in. Like, you're throwing off the numbers. Oh, yeah. The, the fucking cost you're throwing off, right. asshole. Like, it's measured. That's what blows my mind is how you can't just pull fucking that information out of your head. Mm. 
I don't know it now because it's been years. Right. But at the time when I was in charge of the bar, I yeah. knew the food cost of everything. Right. In my brain all the time. All the time, yeah. Because it's like, okay, if I add extra amounts of this, this is going to affect the food cost. And I was always real careful about the food cost because money was so fucking tight. Yeah. But then, you know, fucking someone comes in and just like, oh, let's throw fucking three portions of meat on that. It's like, ugh. I hate that. Yeah. I, I hate the trying to show out for your friends. Also. Yeah. Making us do extra stuff or now you care that if it's 12 minutes or 11 yep. minutes at this time, no, stay out of my kitchen. Why isn't your product good enough that you're impressing your pr- friends with it to begin with? Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense to me. Where do you, why do you have to come and do extra stuff? I'm not going to show off something I'm not proud of, mm-hmm. but that by that same token, I'm not going to half-ass something I care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, why, why do you have to, like, that's what blows my mind. This thing I've already told you is garbage. When somebody you want to impress comes in, mm. you have to change it up a bit. <laughs> so it's no longer so garbage. So it's no longer garbage, <laughs> but you won't admit that it's fucking garbage. Right. <clears throat> you know, hey, I mean, everyone can do whatever they want, but it's always funny to me when the owner stays away from shit. Mm-hmm. I worked at a burger place. Known for their burgers. Owner would never eat one there. Really? Not unless the culinary director of the company was making it. Right. And I'm just like, well, because you got garbage products, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Your shit's coming in fucking frozen and pre-made and shit. You're, none of these sure. fucking sauces or recipes are good or original. Mm. It's just some generic shit. How is this impressive? Mean, I'm not trying to badmouth the company. Right. I'm just, those are things I think about. Right. When I go into a situation, what's how can I make this impressive? Okay, I have a question. Sure. Is the, the company overall have good or different product? Do you know? I mean, you've tried their food. Right, no, no, but I'm, I'm saying that, oh, that's yeah. a specific location. Everything comes from the same sources, effectively. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're kind of famous, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess so is McDonald's. I mean, sure. I mean, McDonald's is famous for being what it is. Sure. It's not trying to be something it's not. Exactly. Um, and, look, if you want to serve frozen-ass burgers and shit, yeah. I mean, help yourself. I mean, those things are, like, fucking unseasoned. Fucking, I mean, if again... That's the least of my concerns when there's moldy cheese and fucking yeah, yeah. undate labeled shit in the kitchen and pools, lakes of grease all over the place. Those are a bit more pressing to me. Yeah. Every owner everywhere always fights me that I'm concerned about getting the kitchen in order. They're concerned about how do I make more money. Mm-hmm. I get it. If you don't have the money, you can't have the business. You can't pay me to be here. Making your kitchen better. Yeah, you got it. Right. Understood. <laughs> but let's get our priorities in order here. <laughs> It's it's funny because it's that whole conversation that you just rambled off is so actually true. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, when you take a shit, do you wipe or do you go and try to make more money? Right. You wipe because that's the most important thing for that moment. Mm-hmm. How do we get shit in order, asshole? That, that started out sounding like it wasn't going to work, but actually that works very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's certain things like... It well, needs to be taken care of. You need to deal with it. Because it's going to affect things later. Yeah. At very least, if it's making people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you should probably fucking deal with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And like, me being around sick people yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Me being sick around people makes me uncomfortable. I'm okay. sure the customers out there would say that them being served... I mean, I've gotten in trouble. So, one time I worked at a bookstore. It wasn't Borders. Mm-hmm. I won't say who it was. Sure. But, you know. Yeah, a bookstore. Fill in whatever you want with your mind. Yeah. Not Borders, though. <laughs> not Borders specific. Not a Borders bookstore, no. Because you like Borders? No, just, just just not Borders. Okay. You know. I mean, I do like Borders. Yeah. I don't know if they exist anymore. 
Honestly. When the last time you saw a Borders bookshop? I, I couldn't tell you. Right. So, I worked at a bookstore. No. I was not Borders. <laughs> Any other one you want to fill in there is fine. Whatever jumps to mind first. How about that? Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I was poor. I was broke as shit. Hmm. So, in the wintertime, I would walk two hours to work. Mm. Right, I know this sounds like an old person telling a story. Back in my day, we'd have to walk 15 miles in the <laughs> snow to get to school. But for real, I would have to walk two hours to get mm-hmm. to work because I couldn't even afford the bus. Right. I was eating like one hot dog a day. Mm-hmm. Not even with a bun, just a single a- hot dog. Yeah, I understand you, man. Uh, and occasionally some like oatmeal and shit, but like money was tight. Yeah. Uh, so in the summertime, I would ride my bike. It was faster, it was better, great. As I'm riding my bike... In in the Chicago streets, I get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Didn't do any damage, but my leg was sore. Right. My ankle was twisted. My knee's not great. Yeah. All that shit. So I still got, I got to work on time, but I was like limping a little bit because my leg hurt because uh-huh. I got fucking hit by a car. Right. <laughs> Halfway through my shift, one of the managers comes up to me and he's like, hey, um, is something wrong with your leg? You've been limping a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I got hit by a car on the way into work today. Right. And he's like, okay, um, well, the customers have been complaining uh, that you're limping around, mm-hmm. and they'd like us to get you a stool. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great, actually, because my leg is killing me. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 we just need you to stop limping because the customers are complaining about it, and they, they think it's unfair to have you working. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Jesus, man. I got, I got two things that I need to say to that. Yeah, yeah, help yourself. One, the correct response is, oh, damn, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two, fuck those customers. Okay, wait. No, 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 no. Yep. They advocated for yourself, your help. Yeah. I understand. Yes. They're complaining because they're making you work. Right. Not because you look like you don't belong here. Right. Never mind about the second one. I mean, the, fuck, first, the first one. Fuck the managers <laughs> yeah. for having that be the interpretation from the customers. <laughs> yeah. That's not what, what? they were saying. <laughs> they wanted me to have a place to sit. Yes. For a moment of time. That is insane. Yep. Gosh. And that that place, along with um, uh, one of your other work establishments, definitely works like... Um, they, they remind me of, like, royal family type people. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, you urgent, stop doing this thing. Because right. you're poor and bad things happen to you. You're making my, me look bad. That's why I love the kitchen. <laughs> Because nobody, nobody's better than anybody else. Nope. Except for that one dude, that fucking, the, the guy straight out of culinary school, yeah, exactly. never worked in a restaurant, mm-hmm. has clean chef coat on, fucking the nice stubble and the coffee <laughs> hair. And the shroom hat. Right? Just fucking so put together, a little ascot and a fucking pinky ring. And just like, yes, chef for everything. <coughs> Again, all the cooks, uh, yeah. sorry for the vulgar language, Coming but all things. the cooks are going to be like, hey, what a I'm a fucking loser. This guy can't do shit. You want to make us a quiche there, buddy? Oh, why don't you spend the rest of the day working on that while we bust it out over here? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, but for real, that's that's the response. I had a guy one time. He went to train with my dad. He was he was he was a high school student. He was going to go to culinary school. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a chef. Right. Never worked in a restaurant. He was doing the what we call it? Uh, apprenticeship or whatever. Yeah. He lasted about three days. Two hours. Yep. Did he just like? not show up again or did he like I can't do it the first day was interesting for him because he was like this is what I pictured right. it being like because no. all the I mean 
all yeah, the cooks no. were crazy. Right, exactly. Yeah, literally crazy. Literally crazy. They, they, they stuck him on the line, and they put him on, like, the fucking ovens or some shit, mm-hmm. like, doing broiled fish. But he was just, you know, he was keeping up enough. It yeah. was a slow night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but the cooks were just being the cooks. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, man, this is intense. Especially if Josh was still around. He was. Like, he was absolutely <laughs> there. He was like, y'all coming out with us after work? Dude, right. what's up? And the kid was like, I, I got to right. go to school tomorrow. And I was like, me too. What's up? You coming? <laughs> and of course you're egging it up. Of course. Why not? It's has been fun. Let's see what this guy can do. Right. If he's just nervous, we got to loosen him up. Let's see yeah. if that's the case. Right. It was not the case. Because the next day he was doing prep all day. Mm-hmm. And he was just the whole time bitching. He was like, how much more is this? this is like, Am I going to be only doing this all day? I'm like, bro, yeah. Yeah. That's 90%. The line's the fun part. Mm-hmm. That's when you get to, <laughs> yeah. That's when you get to actually have some fun. You got to earn that like nah man yeah you're just gonna be, you're gonna be fucking prepping all day you get real good at fucking uh chopping carrots processing or... a fucking beef tenderloin and shit mm-hmm. like yeah you're gonna doing parsley oh my god i enjoy doing parsley well we had the double knife technique yeah exactly we just grip <laughs> two knives next to each other like wolverine's fucking knuckles yeah and you just <laughs> and just sit there rock it back and forth back and yep. forth back and forth back and forth scoop it up back and forth back and forth once you get good at it you can do it <laughs> yeah. in about 15 minutes but um, trying to do it with one knife, uh, fuck mm, that. Mm-hmm. Never again. I don't give a shit. Because we used to cut up a lot of parsley. Yeah, it? absolutely. A lot. I used to take rubber bands and just fucking, like, rubber band the handles together uh, mm-hmm. so I could grip it better. I understand. Ah, made it so easy. <laughs> then the little towel. Oh. Right? I, I, I miss some of those things. And this, there, we had to, we've done, you know, the dishes there, we've cooked on the line there, and we've done prep there. But those are usually separate days. Yep. It's not like you have to do all of that in the same day all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like today you're going to be on this station or you'll do half prep and then when service starts, then you'll do this. Right. Or while it's slow, you'll do prep and then when service picks up, then we'll need you here. Yeah. Like it's not like, all right, you need to jump in and start doing prep. Make sure you're cleaning up your dishes. Once service starts, you still need to get that prep done, but don't forget about the dishes while you're doing the service. Right. What? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> so the word toxic masculinity gets thrown a lot around a lot for your kitchens and shit, right? Yes. And I get it. All right. We we were raised in it. Yes. By two very old school, <laughs> quite brick shit house of fucking men. Yeah. My my. I'll put it this way. At one point in my adult life, my father lifted me over his head like Bane lifted Batman mm-hmm. and threw me onto the ground mm-hmm. just to prove a point. My father is a. Broad, powerful-looking man. Quite. And he does not... He's as hard on himself as I am on myself. Yeah. So his standards are very high. Very high. So... Mine is like a short Devo. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll put it this way. Both of our fathers in their prime fighting each other mm-hmm. would look like two silverback gorillas going at it. I was going to say like Donkey... Or not Donkey Kong, but King Kong. And yeah. Godzilla. No, like, for yeah, real. Two silverbacks. Yeah, quite. They both quite. got those big fucking Popeye arms. Yeah. Just those giant forearms. And you're like, what? You have nine calf muscles on your forearm. What the hell? So I'm just saying, you're raised by that. Hmm. You get some of it in your life, you know? You fucking... You got to learn how to take a cut. You got to learn how to take a burn. You got to yeah. learn how to work through the pain. Is that good? No. Is it handy? Yeah. Absolutely. Two things are true at the same time. Yes. I'm glad I have the ability to push myself hard and mm. last a long time. Right. And fucking be strong 
psychologically and physically. I'm glad that I can take an injury and keep on moving when right. I need to. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that I, when I'm put in hard situations where I have to deal with a death mm-hmm. or somebody's overdosing or right. you know somebody has to make a decision in a hospital or on a funeral or anything like right. that, I'm glad I have the ability to just, okay, knuckle down, mm-hmm. I'll deal with my shit later, right. blah, blah, blah. But that being said, you gotta deal with your shit. Exactly. Otherwise, I'm bad really shit bad happens to you. We all are, man. Yeah. We nobody. That's why cooks act out. Yeah. Because it's just like, hey, you gotta get that shit out of you somehow. It's very true. You, very true. Because that gets pent up for a while. And if you, if you're working like like you were saying, like four months, fifteen hour days all the time, and you're gonna have outbursts. Right. You're gonna pop. You're gonna pop at some point. Listen, man. I've been down, I've been driving down the street plenty of times, just fucking. White knuckling, just shaking mm-hmm. with anger, just talking to myself. Just fucking, I'm in my car, nobody can hear me, my mm-hmm. windows are up, I'm just fucking in my head screaming at a right. woman crossing the street, just like, fucking baby, I hope you're fucking <laughs> Hit a fucking pothole, I just want to watch this kid roll out of the stroller. <laughs> nobody front page news. Right. <laughs> Driving across the bridge like, mm. Oh, yeah, oh just, absolutely. I can just, just go right over. Just, well, just fucking 12 to 3. That's all it takes, I could be in the water right now, just plummeting to my death. Mm-hmm. Just accepting it. Right now, in this moment, I know that. You get driven to that point. You do. You do. And then I like to try to recognize that and be like, okay, you, you need a, a day off. Exactly. I think you need, you need a day take off. Take some time. And again, we're, I'm not advocating suicide, positivity, no. or nothing like that. We've both been affected by it quite a bit. Many times. Quite many bit. times in our life. And listen, and, listen, man, look. We're going to get into all of this. You know, the next couple episodes are going to be heavier. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to skip sorry, these. yeah. I mean, this, if you want to end season one here, that's a great place to do that. Right. Uh, but the next couple episodes are going to be heavy but necessary, right? Yeah. We, you know, we we've all. I mean, fuck. I don't know a cook who hasn't lost someone in a very tragic way. Yeah. Right. Uh, we've had yeah. plenty of experiences with that ourselves. You know. Listen, man. These past couple years alone. Have been rough. Yeah. No shit. Uh, that being said, having that that. Having that team, mm-hmm. having those, having those cooks. I mean, nobody heals the soul like a cook does. It's fair. I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of fucking tender moments, mm-hmm. but man, sometimes all you need is just like a fucking sip of a beer and like, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, you just need to talk about some shit. You, you, you know, hey man, I feel you. Oh, that sucks. Just yeah. need that person who can just you know who you know who's been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the friend of mine who passed away recently. She was the, she was kind of that person for me. Mm. She'd been through some of the same shit. We fought some of the same demons together. Right. I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss not having her here. Mm. And it just goes to show you how important those people are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not trying to get all sorts of heavy on you right out of the blue, but like, hey, if you're going through some shit, mm. you know, maybe this podcast helps. Maybe just at the very least, know there's people out there like you, man. Yeah, you're not you're alone. Not alone. You're so not alone. And I only believe that shit from other cooks. Yeah. When they say it, because I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen cooks fucking wake up at four o'clock to go pick up their drunk ass friend mm. and then sell up all night listening to him cry and then go back and back to work. Yeah. And then when he comes in, hey man, you good? Mm. All right, well, you owe me now, motherfucker. <laughs> right, exactly. You get to work then. All right. And it helps you shake it up. It helps yeah. you move the fuck on. Yeah, definitely. And it's because we, we can definitely go from being jovial and toxic masculinity but then we can pull you aside and be like yo <laughs> straight up how you doing do you need anything listen man watch a fucking cook go from a wild crazy 
fucking, you know, swinging from the rafters, motherfucker who loves to party, loves to have a good time, always right. making dirty jokes. Mm-hmm. So watching that motherfucker cry in a fucking dark room alone, mm-hmm. where he's got nobody, he feels like his life is ending. You're going to yeah. see the depth of humanity that exists out there. Yeah. You stare at those extremes in the face, yeah. you're going to have a little fucking sympathy for your fellow man. Mm-hmm. All right? Like... So yeah, you watching that motherfucker come in and try and you know try to make him work after he's been through a loss, after yeah. he's fucking sick, after he's trying to get his shit together. Yeah. After I mean, fuck it, man. I don't give a fuck how many times you burn me. I'm going to rehab, trying to get clean, trying to get sober. Mm. I don't give a fuck. I'll always support you. Mm. Anybody out there? Yes. If you're making, mm-hmm. if you say, hey, I'm going to try and make an effort again, I'm going to support you a hundred fucking ten percent because I've lost too many motherfuckers to that shit, and I almost lost my fucking self to it. Yeah. And. I ain't doing it again if I can help it. If, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll lose sleep if that means I'm helping your ass out. But by the same token, we're gonna have that conversation. Hey, uh, you gotta stop. You gotta stop this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna be real with you too. You know. So, all that to be said, working while sick, whether it's mentally mm-hmm. or physically or emotionally, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care how you feel about someone's pet dying. Yes. Or someone, you know, whatever, man. Yeah, whatever happened to them is different than whenever it, something similar happened to you. Right. <laughs> One person's inconvenience, another person's tragedy. Yeah. So if someone's coming to you and they're sick, mm-hmm. one way or another, don't you feel it in your fucking soul to just like, maybe I should, I have the means to help this person, maybe I should? Yeah. Yeah. Show some type of sympathy. Try to be helpful somehow. This person who chooses to work for me, Mm -hmm. where he could go work anywhere else, and he's not asking for much. If you you got a motherfucker who's like, hey, I'll show up tomorrow if you bump my pay by 20 grand. Yeah, okay, he ain't your boy. (laughs) But if you got someone who's weeping openly on the line, hey, maybe that guy needs to go home, man. Right. Like, maybe it's a little bit much. And don't punish him when he comes back. Yeah. Like. But don't punish him to leave. Don't punish him at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Listen, man. Yeah. A little help goes a long way. When people are at their lowest, don't kick them while they're fucking down. Mm-hmm. All right? Reach out that hand. Reach out that hand. Because I'll tell you what. I'm speaking from a lot of experience right now. Yeah. Them being gone is a lot worse than you being inconvenienced. Yeah. I promise. I promise you it feels that way. Yeah, I I I killed being convenienced right now by a friend that I lost. And yeah. when you when you reach out that hand, they that will solidify that loyalty loyalty even more. Absolutely, and that person will work harder for you. Absolutely, don't be in that mentality just to help the person out. But right, you know, a helping hand is still a helping hand sometimes. That being said, before we get into next week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna lighten the mood. As we always do, hmm. with a little would you rather action. Please do. Do you have any that you'd like to contribute? You don't have to. I'm just no. offering you. I do, I do not at the time. All right. So the the idea of the multiverse has been popular lately, right? Yeah. I've always loved it. Would you rather mm. travel the multiverse, mm-hmm. but you wake up in a different dimension every day, Ooh. or would you rather every ten years get transported to a random new universe? Mm. How about this? I'll I'll give you. You can pick from five or six. You can pick from six universes. On the ten year mark. 
Yeah. Hmm. You get six options. It's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try this life for ten years. years. And then switch over to another one for ten years. That doesn't sound terrible, actually. Right? I mean, what is it called? Quantum Leap? Was that the show? Yeah. 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 He switched almost every day? Yeah, it was every day, yeah. Yeah. That was that was a good premise for a show because it gave you the um, like the villain of the week type right. thing. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. So that, that was that was a cool show. I always enjoyed. I'd watch um, a Westworld style remake of that show. Oh yeah, especially with the cool. way the multiverse is so popular right mm-hmm. now. You have a whole season where he's just stuck somewhere and doesn't quite know why. Yeah, he meets the time traveler's wife. They have a whole fucking crossover. I mean, with that, honestly. Honestly, yep. just having a show called like Multiverse or some shit like that, where it's just crossovers. No, oh, yeah, absolutely, could be fantastic. It'd be fun to do a show where my answer is ten years. By the way, oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, where everybody's powers are kind of related to the multiverse. Mm. Like someone can leap forward and back in time. Sure. Someone can travel through dimensions. Right. You know, someone can whatever see into other see dimensions other or some stuff, shit. Yeah. Whatever, like. See, like, the different paths. Instead yeah. Instead of having, like, actual future sight, you would have, like, multi-site? Yeah. Yeah, where you can see what the other paths happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I might wake up in a different universe every day. Yeah? Yeah. I kind of felt like you might go for that. Uh-huh. Why? This is going to be a bleak answer to some extent, but I don't really have much to live for in this world. Sure. That's not me, like, fucking on the cliff or anything like no. that. I'm just saying I'm not leaving much behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have kids, wife, and all Right. That I'd be upset about losing my cat. I'd yeah. be upset about losing certain things, but I also don't know how different the universe is going to be. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I mean, it could just be as simple as you didn't, I don't know, buy that chain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Which is boring, but... Right. I mean, it could be fucking whatever. The color brown is point zero 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 one percent <laughs> different in this universe, and it's so undifferent you can't even tell. Uh, right. I basically just get to have a different adventure every day. Potentially. And honestly, if I'm stuck somewhere for 10 years, mm. I'm building enough of a life there that it's like, okay, well, I don't, mis- don't want to go live a different life for 10 years. I want to just... It's mm. either going to be extremely different or very much the same. Mm. One or the other. I don't need a slightly different, like, 10-year, or a wildly different one. Like, it's, if I, because 10 years from now, mm. a lot of shit's going to happen to me. Yeah. That will make me probably become very accustomed to this universe. Sure. The only way it's helpful is if I'm just like, I got nothing. But if you get to choose. Sure. If you get to choose, and then, there, there's... There are different options. I, I would definitely do a wildly different one. Yep. I, I would be evil in the universe. Oh, yeah, I would sure. have to be evil at some point. <laughs> it's it's just that that expression of energy that just needs to get burned yeah. off. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, but then I would start planning for the end. Sure. You know, revamping how I go through things. I mean, you really that. only get six universes yourself, right, right. probably, so... Yeah. How long you're going to live. Right. Yeah. 90s are pretty average. I mean, fuck. Who knows at this point? Mm. Technology and shit. That's true. I mean, God. We, there's there's a certain level of human life we can reach. Mm. Our body just gives up on us. Yes. That's one thing I wondered about with the, uh, the live forever uh, versus the jump oh, back the in time thing. thing. Yeah. I'm surprised you can just go with like, okay, well, now that I've gone through technology. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, to all those new out there, we do a Would You Rather at least every week, just to lighten the mood. Uh, go back and listen to them all. They're pretty good. But uh, once you advance technology at a certain point in the loop, why don't you just take your brain out of your body and put it into a fucking identical robot body and then live forever that way? I Because would, it only resets when you die. I thought it, would, it reset every, like, 60 years, 80 years, or something like that. 100 years. Your yeah. body would die at the age of 100. But yeah. you preventing your body from dying is not off the table. Mm. Mm. See, I, I just assumed it was a loop mechanic. I mean, at yes. At a certain point. Or, Anytime or you, you die in the loop, you will set reset. Okay. But if you, you know, you could be in a coma. Mm. So there's no reason you can't exist beyond what's happening to your brain or your body, depending on what happens. Well, I already gave my answer to that. That's one. fair. But yeah, I would definitely try a new thing every day. If I'm going to give everything up mm-hmm. one way or another, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it up often? All the time. All the time? I'm just sure. never have it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I'll just, whatever. I woke up in prison this time. I woke up fucking <laughs> married to right. you one time. Who fucking cares? I, I would like to at least be able to spend a week in that or something. A, a day just seems so... I would become so apathetic. Sure. I just wouldn't care anymore. I'd be curious what's different every time. Sure. I mean, that would, I guess, be the game. Like, yeah. Like, find what's different. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. mean, fuck, I can play with flying cars and shit. Again, you got 24 hours. Sure. Yeah. That's that's all you got. You still got to eat, I would assume. Great. Hopefully, you got to sleep at some point, right? I would, I would be able to eat whatever I want. Sure. I'm not gaining weight. Not, I'm not harming my health. Do you not keep the same body? No. The body changes every time? Because what if I wake up in the dimension where I'm fucking Chinese? That's fair. That makes sense. Like where this particular soul happens to be attached or mm-hmm. whatever. My father went to Japan or some shit mm-hmm. or whatever. Like whatever infinite possibilities end up with me ending up as a totally different person. Right. I mean, I would absolutely... Like, how would that disrupt reality? I wake up and just covered in tattoos and in reality where I never had tattoos. I'm like a Christian father... And I'm just covered in fucking tattoos and I'm bald and shit, like... Um, not... Well, okay. <laughs> From the things that I've watched and whatever lore that I know, uh, sometimes it's you wake up in... Okay, I think this is how a quantum leap works. Yeah. Um, he basically wakes up in someone else's body. Yeah. And their consciousness, he still feels the same way. And when he looks at himself... Sure, like yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you still look the same, but I guess your body is technically different. Yeah, my astral projection would not get fat because I'm eating cake in every dimension. Right. Um, so I'm assuming these are both just like um, like a, our consciousness or just, just hopping around. Yeah, whatever soul exists within us, hmm. the damaged, horcruxed Voldemort souls <laughs> we have, uh, they just get put into a variant body. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely trying a new thing every day. Hmm. But again, I'm definitely like a, like a weak... Yeah, I get it. Much better. But, I mean, if it's... This, this is... One option can't be clearly fun, and the other one has to suck. <laughs> right. There's no point. They both have to be horrible. Or both extremely fun. Sure, yeah. I, mean, I know you prefer horrible. I, I like horrible, yes. <laughs> horrible Horrible is usually the more fun. Yeah, sure. It, it, it's a better time to figure out which, which one can you live with, which one isn't as bad as you expected it to be. Right. Yeah. Okay, here's a fun one. I just thought of it. We both have cats. Yes. Right? Okay. Would you rather have a big cat, like a fucking leopard or a cougar? Mm. I'm going to go mountain lion personally, I mm-hmm. guess, but 
We'd rather have a, a mountain lion hmm. with the personality of a dog, or would you rather make your cat and or my cat big enough for you to ride, but they still have their personality? Mm. 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 I'm going with random cat. <laughs> random large cat with a dog personality. Because <laughs> mm. I know my cat yeah. would be a handful your cat would absolutely be a handful. My cat would be a, My cat would be a terror on the human society. <laughs> right. Just like her daddy. Mm-hmm. And your cat is lazy and apathetic, just like her daddy. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's also got her burst of wildness and she likes to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like she loves to claw at my leg when I randomly walk by. I don't need a puma <laughs> you see counting my- on me every now and then. I mean a large dog isn't the most pouncy motherfucker. Sure. So. I mean, Puma's kind of right. Yeah. But I'm talking about, they've got like the personality of like a golden retriever. No, no, no. I'm talking about Kira. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I thought you were talking about <laughs> like, the no. alternative option. No, 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 no. I'm definitely going with a mountain lion that behaves <laughs> like a dog. Are you kidding me? That is, that's probably. <sighs> if I could get any animal to behave like a dog, it'd be great. It's not wrong. Can you imagine like a fucking octopus that behave like a dog? I almost wanted to be an octopus though. Or like a centipede even would be fun. <laughs> a giant centipede would be kind of cool. It'd be terrifying. <laughs> if I could control it, sure. Yeah, sure. God, yeah. I oh, I kind of want to see one in real life. But they're like like anaconda size, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're not they're anaconda, fucking, but still. Large snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> Or a fucking, like, uh, those giant coconut crabs or whatever. Right. Like the, I think also spider crabs? Yeah, spider crabs. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're, no, I think the coconut crabs are the squattier ones. Yeah. They're still huge. Right. Their they're claws like, are like the size balls. of a steak. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to see one. I want to touch one. I want to eat one. Absolutely. I want to cook it myself. <laughs> I don't care. I want to cook it. I want to know. That's fair. Yeah. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I, John, I ache with curiosity. On that note, wait, 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 wait. yep, I feel bad about not choosing Kira, so I'm having a rough decision. Okay, with this one, your cat is clearly the better of our two cats. <laughs> yes, you've seen my cat leap through the air to catch a toy. Right, you've seen how she's moved my bed with her body when she's <laughs> trying to get at something she wants, and my- this is a normal sized cat. <laughs> My question is, are we in a place where we can accommodate for their size now? I mean, you wake up tomorrow, you got a giant fucking cat. You can do whatever you want. No one's stopping you from moving. I mean, sure, but it's going to be far more difficult to move and find the the space for her at that point. The magic <laughs> provides you with the money to take care of her and situate her for the next two years. Gotcha. I'd probably get Kira. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going with giant fucking... Dog cat. I mean, I didn't have to cat move. Dog. I didn't have to move. I guess not. I mean... Um, fuck, what's her name? Destiny is fairly rambunctious. Yes. There are... Giant quite... dog that your mother owns. Yes. A pit bull? Yeah, I think she's still a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both pit bulls. I mean, they're both obviously mutts, but... Right. Yeah, they're mostly pit. Right. Yeah. The distinguishing features are pit. Right. It's um, it's very clear that a pit bull at some point bred with another dog in this lineage. <laughs> right. I'll put it that way. I mean, they were like king. Like, the 
Chihuahua Shih Tzu mix that my mom also has. She they has, just will not die. <laughs> I, I don't want it to die. <laughs> but this dog was old when I met it. Yeah, he's like... 12? I don't know. How long ago did you meet him? <laughs> We've known each other since high school. Right. Which was 15 years ago. Okay. Or so, more. Uh, so at least 10 years? I've, I've been in Chicago for 10 years. Mm. So I've known him for, Jesus Christ, 12 to 15 years. This dog might be 30 years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he... he when you first met him, was probably only like a couple years old. So he might be pushing 20? I remember him being described as some type of he's not a puppy anymore. Sure. Yeah, I, he wasn't I, a puppy. No. Granny had him for a minute. Yes. Certainly. Yes. And I, I remember like, oh, he's kind of old. Yeah. Well, he started out with Parvo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then she nursed him back to help, and he latched on. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't he get hit by a car? No, he got attacked by a pit bull. That was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had puncture wounds in the stomach and everything. This thing will not no. die. No. It's... Just, oof. I'm, I'm very confident that if you kicked him into oncoming traffic, he would bounce around and then come right back. <laughs> he can't see. He can barely hear. He travels the streets, too. He does. <laughs> he travels the streets. Your dog is daredevil. <laughs> It's only because he doesn't know where he's going. I swear he forgets. He finds his way home. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. You know, he's, he's still there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mom just lets him out every now and then. He'll kind of wander the roads at night. and we'll, Or usually I would stand out front and play, King! King! And you just hear the tittat, 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 tittat. Ah. Yeah, I could walk a fucking mountain lion down the Chicago streets. That'd be cool. That would be hilarious. Especially if you behave like a dog. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'd love mm-hmm. that. I would love that. I would make it a service animal. <laughs> I kind of want that. Just sitting in a restaurant with a fucking mountain lion. I kind of definitely want that. Now. It'd be so fun. God. I love curious. I mean, maybe. No. If I, I could know. travel around with a pack of mountain lions that are completely loyal to me and could never do me harm, that would be awesome. But that's not how dogs work. That's not I, how animals I work. know I'm living in a different... I I'm living in one of my multiple dimensions now. <laughs> in this world, I get to wake up with that, and that's going to be real hard to leave, but goddamn. Oh. Then, then I would love to interact with bankers. <laughs> sure. I'm not saying I'd rob a bank. I'm just saying, you know... That... 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 Um... That brought to mind an image of Harley Quinn, the animated series, yep. walking in with the hyenas. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> this has been Kitchen Open Late, but the kitchen is now closed, so get the fuck out. Peace.